Hi, and welcome to Sweet 1111. I'm Trice Brown. And I'm Destiny Ambus. And today we're going to be talking about uh, the selection of Chris Roberts as the university's 21st president. Destiny, you were there whenever at the meeting of the Board of Trustees, whenever they confirmed him. So we're just going to talk about that, uh, talk about what we may expect coming from him in his time. Uh, so we will be right back. Hey, this is Collins Keith, podcast writer for The Plainsman. If you like this podcast and would like to support the organization and our team, you can visit our website at theplainsman.com and click on the button in the upper right-hand corner that says Donate. You'll be supporting over 127 years of local, editorially independent journalism right here at Auburn. Thank you so much in advance, and now back to the show. You were at the meeting of the Board of Trustees on Friday. How did that meeting go? Um, I've never been to a board of trustees meeting before, mm-hmm. so I guess it went pretty normally, like how they usually go. They were very punctual, which I really appreciated. Yeah. Because it ended right when they said it was going to end. Or, well, it was getting to that point until chairperson Wayne Smith was like, can we suspend the agenda so that I can, so that we can confirm Chris Roberts to be the 21st president? Mm. And I wasn't expecting that to happen. Yeah. Just because, like, it was not on the agenda or anything. It wasn't on the agenda, so they had to like make a motion to suspend the agenda for so they could talk about it. Mm-hmm. And also, I thought, well, if they're confirming a new president, he would be there, and he was not there. Mm. So yeah, I. Was it, it was at um, it was in Montgomery, wasn't it? Yes, it was at AUM. So mm. yeah. Okay, so um, how did that whole process of confirming go? Like, did anyone like say anything beforehand or afterwards, or was it just like a? motion to confirm yeah so they first did the the motion to suspend the like agenda Mm -hmm. um and then they had to vote on that and then chairperson wayne smith started talking about the presidential like election process like his campaign Mm -hmm. the other candidates and stuff right um and so he spoke for about it for a little bit and then one of the board trustees members sarah newton Mm -hmm. um who ran the campaign or like she was the chair of the Presidential Search Advisory Committee. Okay. And so she took a couple of minutes to say some stuff about the process as well. Mm-hmm. And then two other board of trustees members spoke about uh, Chris as like a person, how they were excited for the mm-hmm. future. And then they moved to like confirm him as president effective uh, May 16th, 2022, I think. Right. So. So yeah. for the rest of the year, it's still going to be good. Because uh, that was uh, Gooch's original plan. He announced last summer that he was planning on retiring after this academic year. So mm-hmm. as soon as he retires, then Chris Roberts will step in. Yep. Okay. And uh, again, you know, Chris Roberts was in some ways the only candidate uh, for president. There were other candidates um, who were involved in the presidential search process, but then none of them were willing to come to Auburn without being, and like to speak with students and faculty and everyone without being confirmed to have the job. Yeah. So at the beginning of January, there were five candidates they were interviewing. Mm -hmm. And then they asked three of those people to come to Auburn to speak to stakeholders. Mm -hmm. So like faculty, staff, students. Yeah. And Chris Roberts was the only one to say yes. So essentially he was the sole candidate by the middle of January Mm. when he came to speak to students in open forum here and then he spoke to stakeholders at open forum at the hotel mm-hmm. and then he had some other uh meetings and forums right there was like a whole like two-day process where like the whole time he was just like in meetings talking to all these different people some of them were open to the public some of them weren't um we covered a lot of those and right now um 
Roberts is serving as the dean of the College of Engineering, yeah. which he has been doing for like the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he's very familiar with um, Auburn. And, you know, I believe in a lot of his meetings uh, with, you know, stakeholders, with students and everything that he said that, uh, is he, I mean, he's, he's definitely, I guess, fallen in love with Auburn, his words. Um, but he, he plans to, like, as he's like expanding out into like having you know control over essentially the whole university as opposed to just the college of engineering uh a lot of like you know taking what he's already known and what works and expanding that but also um he said he wants to like listen a lot to like understand a lot of the different colleges um i believe he said that in his first few months he's gonna be spending a lot of time you know listening and trying to like understand the environments and things like that yeah, so I went to the first open forum that he had, which mm-hmm. is specifically with Auburn students. Yeah. And there were two people that came up from the College of Liberal Arts to ask a question that was, like, surrounding what you just said. Mm-hmm. And they're like, how are you going to make sure that people that are not in, like, the engineering or, like, STEM building, STEM majors feel mm-hmm. as seen, you know? Right. And he was like, "But well, I'm going to spend a lot of time listening and learning. But I think they really appreciate that response. The only thing you can really do... Um, going into a new position is like listen to your community as much as you can. So right, uh, w- when I covered uh, Chris Roberts' meeting, it was the meeting on Zoom on Friday. Uh, he, I remember he spoke a lot about uh, kind of what I was speaking earlier about like taking what he's learned from the College of Engineering and then like using that as like a model to then expand across the university. Because a lot of people asked him like you know a big problem uh, as we've uh, reported on recently. Uh, is the the lack of diversity on campus like there's our like percentage of underrepresented students is almost as bad as it was whenever we were considered the most segregated campus in the state uh, so not a good look for Auburn and a lot of what he talked about was there's this program that they have in the College of Engineering called the Engineering Academic Excellence Program I believe. And that is essentially like a scholarship program of sorts for recruiting underrepresented minorities uh, to come to the College of Engineering. Um, And he explained, you know, the College of Engineering is ranked like 25th in the nation in terms of giving degrees to black students. But we're not rated 25th in terms of actual enrollment of black students. So he said that, you know, once we got the students, we were able to give them the resources and everything that they needed to succeed and to do well. But we still have the problem of actually getting the students. Um, So that is a program that he's, you know, planning on essentially copying uh, or he said propagating. So, you know, taking that model and trying it out in different colleges or doing like a whole university wide thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because, you know, know, as we've um, as we've reported on, it's really important uh, at least in the university's mind, that not only do they recruit these students, they want to make sure that when these students get here, that they have all of the resources and all of the support structures that they need in order to succeed. Um, so I think it'll be really interesting to see how that works out if we start to um, gain a lot more, um, if like our enrollment numbers go up I and mean, we know that our admissions numbers have gone up in terms of applicants from underrepresented minorities. So, I mean, maybe we'll start to see a, um, an increase for the first time in a while 
in terms of how many like black students we have or how many uh, Hispanic students or anything like that. Yeah, maybe. I think Robert certainly is going to try his hardest. I don't know if we'll see any substantial change in this mm. first couple of years of being here. Right. Yeah, it'll be hard to see like what's like the immediate impact of something like that. Yeah, but I think he's got the right idea and it's kind of nice to hear that he's thinking about this mm. on a um, university-wide level. Right. Yeah. I think it'll be especially you know, as his uh you know, he said that he wants to like listen a lot. So I I wonder like how his uh, leadership may um be different. That's a good point. Than other, you know, presidents who maybe not have taken that. Who maybe you know they've had more experience mm-hmm. uh leading universities and maybe they they don't take that kind of path. Um I remember in the first open forum someone asked him if he was going to keep the same open door policy that he had as the dean of engineering mm. and he was like yes absolutely so he's planning so like he i mean he's yeah. saying he's gonna listen he's planning on actually doing it so i'm excited to see how that's gonna work out with him actually taking like students yeah. criticisms right yeah. i'd personally love an open door policy with the university president yeah It'd make it a lot <laughs> easier to speak to him yeah uh, another thing that i remember he spoke a lot about uh in the meeting that i covered was trying to bring in more money through the university and something that he said that Auburn has traditionally been kind of very wary of in terms of like um, an avenue to get donations for like scholarships and everything like that is like corporate sponsorships. Yes, he said that in mind too. Yeah. So uh, I think it'll be interesting to see what that ends up looking like, um, how that functions. Is that going to like, what is that money actually going to be used for? Is it going to be for scholarships? I, I mean, I think that's what he said, but there may be some, also, yeah, how do corporate po- partnerships work on, like, affecting, like, students? Even, like, not with just, like, scholarships, just, like, on a day-to-day basis. What does mm. that even look like? Yeah. How does that gonna, How is that going to affect the community? Because, you know, to a certain extent, the university affects the community. It's just, like, it's a good idea, probably, mm-hmm. to start partnering with corporations. But I'm just worried about what that actually looks like. Because mm. it's just, like... You know, what does that mean? Yeah, I think I think it's interesting. Like, does he mean the kind of partnerships that we already do? Like, I know that Regions Bank has a partnership with the university where they like they bring in the speaker mm-hmm. uh, like every year or semester or so. And he like gives this lecture on financial literacy. So I wonder if it's going to be that like, be cool. yeah, I wonder if that'll be like in that kind of vein or is it going to be something else? I don't really know. Uh interesting avenue to pursue i think but if it gets the job done like in getting us more scholarships in well um destiny that's all that we really know as of right now i mean it's it's really hard to like you know kind of forecast what someone's going to be doing in a few months in a position like that but this is you know all what we've been able to gather from what he has said so far so a lot of it we're just gonna have to wait and see yeah i'm excited to see what he does do though Mm. interesting thing i saw in a group chat mm-hmm. anyways interesting thing i saw in a group chat i'm in is someone that was in the college of engineering said that he went around to like some organizations that are in the engineering school or whatever mm-hmm. and he took like three sets of chairs to them and asked them to sit in these chairs so that he would know which chairs to get for brown copal their achievement center oh yeah so i i feel like that's like so weird but like so thoughtful yeah you know? So it'd be, like, interesting to see how he takes that thoughtfulness 
Yeah, I wonder, like, how will, like, his behavior as a dean translate into being a university president? Like, is it a very, like, analogous position or is it very different? I imagine just because of its nature, it's being, like, a lot more, like, a big picture and higher up. I I think it'd be interesting to see how he translates that, like, open-door policy environment um, into a position like that. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, this has been Sweet 1111. I'm Trice Brown. And I'm Destiny Ambus. And we will see you next week.